Hi, I'm Tevra Jemian. Welcome to Yeah, the show where we talk about young adult lit and what it can teach us at any age. Today we have the first episode of a special series in collaboration with Montreal Yafest. Over the next few weeks, we'll be interviewing several of Montreal Yafest's featured authors and event organizers. During this period, we'll be alternating our regular book review content with the Yafest promotional content, giving you new content every single week. This week, we're kicking it off with an interview with Talia Pardo, the creator and coordinator of Montreal Yafest. We're talking about how Yafest got started, what it's all about, and what you can expect from this year's fantastic lineup. I also want to apologize for the humming noise throughout this recording. You can thank the city of Montreal for that, for spending four hours fixing a water main outside our studio that day. Great to have a fixed water main, not so great to have the background humming. Without further ado, let's get into it. So Talia, thank you so much for joining us today. We're here in studio with Talia Pardo, the coordinator of Montreal Yafest. I think that's that's your correct coordinator, title. founder, yeah. enthusiast. Yeah. yeah. Um, so thanks so much for joining us, and thanks so much for including us in Yafest this year. It's uh, really exciting to be on the planning end of things. I know last year when we went to it, we had like maybe two episodes out, and it was so exciting to kind of get totally immersed in this Montreal, yeah, loving community at the very beginning of our project. So it means a lot to have you here. Oh, well, it's a yeah. real pleasure to have you on the committee. And it's mm-hmm. such a, it's such a pleasure to start working with you. Mm-hmm. And really, I think we've all been a little bit surprised by the yeah, community in Montreal. We knew it was there, but the, the feedback has just been wonderful. And so I'm really happy to provide something that meets those needs. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me a little bit about how Montreal Yafest yeah started? Because this is the second year. Yes. Um, so tell me a little bit just about where it came from. So I have uh, to thank Sarah Mlinovsky, who is a prolific and wonderful writer in her own right. Uh, she went to high school, went to high school together, and she has been a longtime supporter of the library. Uh, for about 13 years, she was um, a driving force between an event, uh, behind an event that the library was doing previously called Girls Night Out, in which a female author would be invited every year to a big gala event. Uh, for, and it was aimed at girls and their mothers. It was an offshoot of the Mother-Daughter Book Club, uh, aimed at girls and their mothers and teens. So um, we found that the event itself all had been wonderful. Well, we were looking for something different, something new uh, to provide the community with. And in speaking to her, she proposed, like she said, have you ever thought of doing a book festival? And she's uh, one of the founders of the OMG, uh, mm-hmm. the O Middle yeah. Grade Festival. Um, and I hadn't been very familiar with this phenomenon in the States, but it, it's incredible. It's it's huge. It's overpowering down there. And uh, so and Montreal, well, Canada in itself doesn't have so many. Montreal certainly doesn't have one. And so the idea was born in that conversation. Um, I'm lucky to have found um, a primary sponsor at the start, Babar Books, Livre Babar in, in uh, the West Island. Uh, they were on board from the get-go mm-hmm. and have been really instrumental for us as well. So um, all that, we just kind of, we, we went, you know, yeah. we went forward and we tried to get um, as many authors as we could. We were fortunate as well to have a really generous donation made to the library at the time. So I was able to have some um, a wherewithal to, to start putting this together. And uh, it kind of came to being, you know, on its own. Some, somehow, all of a sudden, we found ourselves at the day of, and it really turned out to be a fantastic event. So Yeah, it really was a fantastic Thank you. event. I Thank know you. The, <laughs> the lineup last year was so cool. It was so exciting. Now, I have this theory that Montreal Yafest is like a magic charm for authors, because I feel like a lot of the authors who were at Yafest last year have had just 
incredible years. Like I'm thinking specifically of Nick Stone, who's just taken off and had her her next book out. Um, uh, can you tell me a little bit about this year's lineup and who we can expect? Well, so just to your your yeah. previous comment just now, I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'll say what was wonderful last year was the group of authors. There were 19 authors. They got their dynamic between all of them was so incredible. They just, it felt like camp almost. They just all got along. Some of them knew each other from before. Some were debut authors. Some were prolific and veterans. Um, and it was just a great mix. And their enthusiasm, I think, is what brought so much energy energy to the event um, so this year we're very excited we've got 25 authors so <laughs> kind of like oh, yeah. I freak myself out a little bit when I say that but I'm I'm so so proud of it we're really fortunate we went to the publishers this year uh, to work with them and involve them we were fortunate enough to be approached by a few publishers as well so we've got 11 publishers on board uh, helping to get authors to this festival our our biggest contributor if you want to call them uh, in terms of publishers is Penguin Random House they're sending us six authors which I find is a great show of confidence and support. Um, and they're sending us some, I mean, Tim Wynn Jones, I feel like he's just, he's just this star, you know, so we're so happy to have him. We've got Jeff Zintner. Um, should I read you out the list or what, do, um, you know? You can hit on highlights like... Okay, so I, I mean... I mean, the list is available for anybody yes. who's interested. There are 25 authors. No, you don't can, necessarily need to make Talia yes. <laughs> list them. I can talk uh, to you a bit about what I'm excited. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm excited for everybody. And I'm excited to discover some of the books that I haven't yet read. I'm making my way steadily and surely through through the list. Um, I'm, I've read... Um, so I've read Tim Wynn Jones' re- most recent book, The Ruinous Sweep, which was mm-hmm. really incredible. And the more I get to know about him... I mean, I kind of vaguely knew about him before, but now I'm, I'm really looking into more... And I'm so incredibly, I'm a little starstruck and I'm, I'm really fascinated. So I'm really looking forward to meeting him. Um, Jeff Sentner is a laugh riot. I'm halfway through his new book, Rain and Delilah's Midnight Matinee. And I, I was laughing so hard, my eyes like almost squ- like squinted <laughs> yeah. shut. And then I was like, wait, I need to keep reading, but I'm laughing. And so so I highly recommend that one. Um, I'm a big fantasy girl. Okay. So yeah. uh, Laura Sebastian's Ash Princess and Lady Smoke, I've just plowed through and they're just, oh, they're incredible. Incredible. Mm-hmm. And now we have to wait a whole year for the third one, which is torture. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, Marcia Skripik, she's an inc- she's I'm I love her. I've no I brought her to Montreal uh, last year for school visits and in getting to know her, she's such a down to earth, caring and compassionate person. Mm-hmm. And um, it's important to her to write about history so that kids in a way that engages children so that they can learn mm-hmm. um, and to have compassion for people who have suffered in different forms or another throughout history. So she's someone I'm so happy to have on board. And um, we've got some local authors like Monique Polak. She's wonderful. She was here last year. JF Dubois also was here last year. And so I feel like they're a little bit of our um, trophy isn't the word, but I guess dignified mascot or faces of the of the festival that I'd anticipate having every year. So I'm happy to have them. You know, we were just so fortunate to have. Oh, and we've got some Indigenous authors because yes. we're partnering with uh, CBC uh, Radio. CBC Montreal runs a program called Turtle Island Reads, mm-hmm. which brings they've selected uh, three books this year, and uh, it brings Indigenous fiction into the high schools uh, to help teachers become more comfortable and familiar with teaching mm-hmm. uh, about Indigenous fiction and and history, and also to introduce students to these kinds mm-hmm. of stories. So we've got three out of the four authors uh, of that program coming in and we're going to dedicate a panel to the Turtle Island Reads authors as well as we're actually going to bring we have an Inuit throat singer uh, 
who's coming in and um, her name is Nina Sigalowitz and she's a Montrealer as well and uh, we're so happy so we'll have a musical interlude with a, a, a demonstration of that kind of music which is really beautiful mm-hmm. I, I'd never heard it before and I went to go look it up when we contacted her and I was just transfixed yeah. so Lots of incredible people out there that are coming. I mean, there's so many more. You'll see. You can yeah. go look up on the list. Um, I'm being, you know, I'm becoming familiar with them too because some I hadn't been familiar with before, and I'm learning about them, and it's just opening my eyes. Yeah, I know. I'm sitting here joy. being like, but what about this one? And this right. one, no, and this I'm not. One, I'm not even thing. touching on half of them. Yeah. So um, we're lucky. And I'm, I'm glad you brought up Turtle Island Reads because that was going to be my next question for you to tell us a little bit about that. I know we're so excited about that because this year, as we were kind of setting our intention for this year which we do every year to just kind of think what do we want you know to to accomplish this year um we were saying we've done a lot of diverse authors we've we've reviewed and interviewed but um we haven't really touched on the indigenous community at all and as a canadian podcast it's so important to be in touch with um the the first nations and inuit voices in our community so I know I'm really excited to make some of those connections and and um, discover some of those authors for myself well I'm with you on that Uh, I feel that uh, sometimes First Nations almost get to the bottom of the list somehow they're Mm -hmm. you know they're not so prominent when we when we speak about diversity yeah um, and that's that's a bit unfair or Mm -hmm. maybe that's not the word I'm looking for but you know it's it's too bad yeah and and it like you said especially in Canada um, it's really important to highlight and to give them a voice and a space. And so it's really my, my greatest pleasure yeah. to be able to, to feature that as a part of the day and uh, invite students from the high schools that have been participating in the program to join in on the day and actually get to meet the authors of the books that they've been studying. So mm-hmm. so it's, it's, it's a highlight for myself as well and, and hopefully the start of a new wonderful partnership with the festival and CBC. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so excited for it. Now, I know we are still two months out from the festival, so um, this might not be something you have answers to yet, but can you tell us anything about the panels that we can expect? So, so far, no. Our our tasks in the next two weeks, my goal is to have the schedule finalized in the next two weeks. We're lucky that the the lineup is done. You know, I'm always comparing to last year, which was really... It was a bit like a Wild West show, getting it all together. So now we we have the time to properly put all those details in place. So we're the panels will be organized. You know, we'd like to definitely have uh, some kind of industry panels because last year we had one panel of industry insiders. Some mm-hmm. of our authors are also uh, booksellers or publicists or editors, uh, and that was a very popular panel. People really enjoyed. There were what we found also is throughout the day in any of the panels a lot of the questions leaned towards the craft of writing. Mm-hmm. So we want to be able to provide a little bit more in that area. So we may have more than one panel that addresses writing processes and and, and tips and skills or anything like that. And um, so other panels will be, you know, making sure to touch on tough stuff and, yeah. you know, girl empowerment, all the topics of the day we'll put together. And our, you know, we've got some great fantasy off. That'll be my yeah. panel. Uh, you know, and just by genre and just to see what, what the authors have to say. We're also looking into creating some smaller Q&A panels that will really be 
maybe just two authors or three authors at a time and have much more interaction with the audience. That was some of the feedback that we had that the, the our guests really would would have liked more of an opportunity yeah. to interact in a more intimate way. So we're, we're trying to figure out how we would manage a speed dating session also. So we're working out the logistics for all of our ideas. Yeah. Uh, we've also, I, I'm stuck on this idea and I think I may be one of the only ones on the committee, but um, I really love the idea of game panels. We just have to find the right kinds of games uh, to get the authors playing with guests, with with attendees and participants of the festival, just to have some kind of fun and, you know, a little bit lighter than just, you know, not just sitting and talking, yeah. but something different and, and stimulating in a different way. That's a really fun idea. I yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. So if you have suggestions for good group games that we can run. I think <laughs> we can definitely talk about that after. Yeah. I know from last year, this was a panel I wasn't at, but Hannah happened to be on a panel that um, wasn't that there weren't a whole lot of people there Mm -hmm. and I was at the one that everybody was going to so they weren't there but she had such a good time because it was that smaller one-on-one um and and they really just got to kind of chat with the authors and it was really serendipitous um right because we love to hear about you know the professional side of writers but I think there's something about books that brings you close to the creator of Absolutely. it, right? It's yeah. so, it's so different than watching something on TV where you get kind of starry-eyed and you're like, you just want to meet the star, but because it's a, all a visual thing. But because you're reading someone's inner thoughts, really, right? Like what their mind created. So there's an intimacy that you almost really want to establish with the other or some kind of connection and having the opportunity to have question and answers and, mm-hmm. and that kind of interaction satisfies that. Absolutely, yeah. I, I just, I just, I'm such a fan of Montreal Yeah Fest. It's, it's such Thank a wonderful. You. Thank you. It was such a fantastic experience for us, and it, and it so brought happy. us the two authors who we really like have a good relationship now from at our next stone and Brendan Kylie and oh, it was wow. just so exciting to have that Brendan's interview if you haven't listened to it I'll send it to you yes, it's it's he's awesome so great yeah it, he was wonderful it, I know he used to be a teacher and okay. I really felt that like he was just kind of he asked us all these questions so we would ask him questions and he'd be like well what do you think about that or like <laughs> you know what I really want to know is what's your perspective on this and it was just a really fun like give and take um, nice. and it's we, I didn't know about him. Um, right. No, me neither. Yeah. And I think that's that's shows a quality of personality because authors are, are pro- likely asked to always talk about themselves, mm-hmm. right? So when an author takes the time to turn it around and just mm-hmm. say, I want to hear from you. Like, I talk about myself all the time. So mm-hmm. that shows a genuine interest in their audience and a likability and a personability that... Pers- yeah, yeah, I think that's the word. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we've talked, we've we've kind of covered the basics of Yafest, yeah and we have a little time. So because we have a little time, I'm actually going to ask you some of the questions that we ask pretty much everybody we interview. If we okay. Have <laughs> so first of all, what we what we ask is why? Yeah, like why young adult lit? What is it about you? What about young adult lit? I mean, I've spent my career reading ch- children's lit. I've been mm-hmm. a children's librarian for almost twenty years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's been my main my world uh, I find that the young adult genre has really it's it's astronomically exploded the kind of writing the caliber of writing uh, and and the content has just changed so dramatically that it's way more accessible right mm-hmm. you know it can really appeal to you have some strong readers who are 10 11 12 years old who can really approach these books and 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 
understand and digest a lot of the content. And and there are people who are reading it like me. I'm 41. You know, it, I'm still reading and enjoying and not yeah. just reading because it's my job, but really getting a lot out of it and 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 taking choosing to read YA. So I think what's special about YA is that it, it really appears appeals to a wide demographic, mm-hmm. age wise, background wise, religion, ethnic, whatever you want. I think there's so much there to offer for people. And it's it's a it's an exciting a genre to be in, you know, and what I see also is that a lot of the authors, the authors have a different approach. They're enthusiastic and they care about youth and they want to be able to give youth some kind of ideas and thoughts and let them know that there's something for everyone out there. And I think that's that's the appeal. And the publishers see it, they're getting behind it big time. And um, I think Part of also what contributed to that is in my work at the library, I've been there for about two years, and a, a group that, like a demographic that's been, you know, traditionally hard for any organization to attract is the youth, teens, young adults. And this seems like an event that can really bring people together kind of on their own terms too, because you give them the offerings and they choose what they want to participate in. Uh, so it's also kind of a modern modern approach to that free will, uh, free will attitude. And it's fun and it in, it's not only is confirmation of going to see the authors you know you like, but it also gives you the opportunity to, to see new authors that you hadn't heard of and discover new things. Yeah. So all of that is is why, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right? No, that's so great. And I love that uh, when we ask this question, because we ask people we just have to talk about books, and we ask authors, and we ask people like you. I think you're the first person like you we've interviewed, so I just <laughs> cool. asked you. Right. Um, but the the themes are always the same. It's the enthusiasm, the passion. A lot of the authors say because they have the freedom to write the book they want to write, which mm. they don't necessarily have in another genre. And it's just, um, it's such an exciting dynamic world right now. Yeah, I think one of the things we've really enjoyed in making this podcast is seeing, like you said about Yafest last year, seeing the community and seeing the diversity within the community, that it's kids who love to read, but it's also adults who love to read for all the reasons that young adult lit is wonderful and want to be writers, want to be writers. That, yeah. sounds, that sounds denigrating, but like not uh, right. up-and-coming writers. Aspiring, yes. there we go. That's the word I was looking for. Aspiring writers who want to learn about how to write. And there's just such a warmth and playfulness that you don't necessarily get in the like adult literary community. Right, um, I think I think because it, it speaks to the youthful nature yeah. of young adults, right? Yeah. So it's reflecting that energy back at them, which is... I think a wonderful thing for them because it's hard it's hard to engage youth, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's caught up in their own stories. So this is a way to let them know that their stories matter. Somebody else may be living something similar and to open their eyes to something new. So and if we can throw in some fun music and yeah. you know, fun book merch and just make it a kind of an a well rounded day. Uh, then I'm happy to do that. I am really excited. I know it's a small point, but I'm so excited for the musicians at lunch because last year they were great and this year they sound like possibly even more great. So, right. So <laughs> yeah. Jonathan Mormon is a longtime Montreal uh, Montreal musician and he's bringing his band, uh, The Swindlers, this mm-hmm. year. Last year he uh, did a duet with Adam Stotland and this year Adam unfortunately isn't available. So he's bringing The Swindlers and they're great and they're mm-hmm. so talented. So mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be fun and I won't, be surprised if anyone jumps up for a jig uh they play you know right you know pretty much irish music which is fun and light and so yeah there's lots of little diversions throughout the day cool 
Thanks so much for joining us, Talia. My um, pleasure. Is there pleasure. anything Thank else you, you want to add about Montreal Fest? I do. Um, you know, if, yeah. if you don't mind, just Please. to say that. So I work at the Jewish Public Library. It's a community library that's been around for a hundred over 100 years. Mm-hmm. I grew up there personally. I have memories from a time I was three or four. Um, and it's a solid library that served the local community. We have a mandate uh, for the Jewish community, but we welcome everybody from any background whatsoever. Um, And what I think is wonderful is that because we're able, with this event, we're able to reach far beyond our usual uh, demographic. And Mm -hmm. that's what I love about it is that we're able to reach all different kinds of communities and make those connections. So I'm really proud that our library is managing to do that. Uh, because traditionally it's it's a small library, but we do a lot within those walls. So I'm really I'm really proud that we're able to put this event together. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, thanks so much, Talia. Montreal Yafest is going to be on May 26th. It's at the Jewish Public Library. All the information is available at the website mtlyafest.com. You can follow Montreal Yafest on uh, social media platforms at mtlyafest. That's right. And uh, you really should. Yes. Uh, even if you're not a Montreal local, the tickets are so affordable that um, you can come and oh yeah, like, last year we, we were we were amazed. We had guests yeah. from Gatineau, Toronto, New York City, uh, Quebec City. So yes, please mm-hmm. do come. We're happy to have you, and uh, and we know you'll have a good time. Yeah, I know somebody from Boston who's probably coming up because Ooh. you have Maureen Gu, and she oh, right. is very excited about that. Fantastic, <laughs> so. amazing, and it'll be great weather at the end of May, right? Oh so that's man, like that's the time to come Montreal to Montreal is in Absolutely. its high point so yeah. yes come yeah. for a great weekend great okay well thank you so much thank you thanks for listening to yeah if you want to leave feedback suggest a book for us to read or just say hi send us an email at the at gmail.com you can follow us on twitter at yeah podcast and individually at tefferbear and at the Bales you can follow Montreal yeah fest on twitter at mtl yeah fest If you like the show and want to help us make it even better, consider supporting us on Patreon. You can get all kinds of great perks, including early access to bonus content, shoutouts, guest appearances, and more. Head to patreon.com slash yapodcast to donate. Shoutout to our patrons Catherine Resch, Lizzie Tenhove, Chantal Thomas, and Kat McGuire. We have merch. Hit the merch link in the description of this episode to get some from the fine folks over at TeePublic. You can also support us for free by leaving a rating and review on Stitcher or Apple Podcasts. Thanks to everybody who's done that so far. And by sharing this episode with a friend who you want to come to Montreal Yafest. Special thanks to Great Bear for letting us use their song Jenny's Groove as our theme music. You can find their music for sale at greatbearmusic.bandcamp.com. This episode was produced and edited by Tom Zalatni as part of the Upford Network. You can find out about all the great shows on our network at upfordnetwork.com. We need to record a new ad for Up for Discussion. What should we tell people? Tell them we're an emotionally honest comedy podcast. Great! What does that mean? It means we're not afraid to get vulnerable, explore the human side of comedy, and try to become better people along the way. And we make poop jokes. So many poop jokes. With tons of awesome guests like Hank Green, Carrie Poppy, and Cecil Baldwin. Yeah, and poop jokes. The Up for Discussion podcast, available on the Upford Network and wherever fine podcasts are sold. I'm Julian McKenzie, co-host of the Scrum Podcast, a sports show I'm doing with my podcasting partner in crime, Tristan Damore, on the Upford Network. 
Every week, we analyze something different from the Canadian sports media landscape. Lack of diversity, getting a job in the field, coverage of different sports, and answering some of the harder questions. Through a combination of back-and-forth discussion and high-profile guest interviews, we're aiming to figure out exactly what's up in the world of sports. Find us wherever podcasts are sold. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, Message in a Bottle, Morse Code, Telegram, Singing Telegram, Target, Walgreens, Bird's Nest, Dad's Shed, uh, and a crowded convention center bathroom.